I think this is a good conversation is Kathy and Tracy. And we are talking about having one kid that maybe on page or on paper needs more than the other kid and how you balance that and um, how you parent that or don't parent that. And of course, we go off on maybe one or two tangents, maybe one or two. But it was a great conversation. I love talking to these ladies. They're both so smart and they're both great parents. And it was really fun. So I hope you enjoy it. On another page, the wife of the party sweatshirts will be on sale this week. They're on pre-sale. They're being made right now. And the artwork on the shirt, Isla Drew. So it's a roller skate because I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. That's my theme song, right? So I had her draw a roller skate and it's so good. So new sweatshirt, wife of the party, it's a navy or mint green. And they're awesome. So you'll have to check it out at wifeotp.com and buy a sweatshirt if you like. I have some more merch coming, but I've been so busy getting the Body Shots World Tour up and ready to go. I haven't been able to focus on designing the other thing. I'm thinking about making Lucite Stimulus Wife of the Party wine glasses, just saying. Or maybe a coffee mug. I don't know. A bunch of people have asked me for a coffee mug, but I think Wife of the Party really really calls for a wine glass. So so stay tuned on that. But the sweatshirts should be up on the website for pre-order. It'll take a couple weeks to get them shipped to you, but you can order them now if you'd like. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for sharing my podcast, for helping me grow it. It's definitely growing and I am enjoying every single episode and I hope that you are too. Thank you for sharing and um, I'll see you next time. Enjoy this episode. It's awesome. Yeah. I have to say. It's like I bought it because it's waterproof and I brought it for Disney, you know, or like Splash Mountain or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just wanted something that I could deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really like it, actually. That's awesome. Um, What's the name brand? Who makes oh, I it? I have no idea. Oh, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon? <laughs> yes. That's Pretty my sure. favorite name brand. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's some like Chinese something or rather yeah. I bought it off Amazon but it's super like the pocket is in the back behind the straps I was like that is the dumbest design I've ever seen and it's brilliant because when it's on your back no one can open it <gasps> and it's actually super easy to get into really yeah yeah because you swing it around that makes total sense yeah complete sense As but in at first duh. I was like yeah what yeah because exactly. you, you're not going to unzip it while it's on your back no, no. you take it off anyway somebody yeah, else will exactly but somebody, somebody else, else can right. exactly yeah. very smart yeah, I like this. That's so Crips is making kombucha machines now. What is that? No, this is a <laughs> this is a single keg, a beer of beer from Crips. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, the beer is not from Crips, but the beer, the individual kegerator. This keeps it cold, 
And it comes in this little, um, this right here. It's like a two, it looks like a Coke bottle. No, it's a two liter uh, bottle of Coke. So it stays, I mean, not Coke. It's a bottle of beer. And the same thing as like a two liter bottle of soda. You know, just like soda stays carbonated until you open it. This is the same, except when you do it in here, it maintains the carbonation. So it doesn't go bad. Oh, I gotcha. Bert just, loves that thing. I need, Does it keep I it need cause yes. to not come here. <gasps> yeah. Cause would love that. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But it keeps it cold, too. So every time you, you have a cold draft beer. It's but brilliant. can you do like, cause only likes three beers. I don't know what they sell. Uh-huh. You'd have to find, have to because you don't buy the beer through Krupp's. Because it's a cartridge, right? It goes yeah. into the thing. It's like a two liter right. bottle. So you'd probably, what kind of Just beer does he like? Modelo. Okay. Stella. Mm-hmm. An occasional Corona Pacifico. He's apparently a cerveza guy. He likes yeah. his Mexican beers. And he's so picky. He's so funny. How funny. Yeah. I like cerveza too. Me too. That's my favorite. Too. I like Pacifico. Um, I bet they have one of those name Probably. brands. I'm sure. I bet. Yeah. They're so hard to buy for at this point because everybody has everything. Right. And buying oh, them man. toys is nice. Yeah. Something he would use especially. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Is if they use it, then it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it sits here. Bert is not a big beer drinker anymore, but every once in a while he'll have a little, you know, when it's hot outside, sometimes yeah. I just want a beer when it's hot. Like today was what, 104 today or something yeah. crazy? Stay crazy. Today was really hot. Um, so anyway, I've been looking forward to this podcast because the three of us have one child that quote needs more than the other child. And how do you balance that? Or do you balance it? Is it possible? How do you parent that? I guess that's the better question. How do you parent that? Who wants to go first? <laughs> Sometimes not very well. <laughs> Sometimes not very well, indeed. Well, I've yeah. been thinking about it. Because like, I actually, because we took the kids to Yellowstone, uh-huh. thinking about all the stuff I do with my daughter. Because my son only likes a few things. There's only a few specific things he and I can share. Yeah. My daughter, however, we're kind of the same person. Right. So I actually... You are kind of the same person. (laughs) I hadn't really thought about that, but you are kind of the same person. Kind of the same person. She's just a little more hyper. I don't want her to show... Which is age. It's because she's a teenager. And, you know, I don't want her to be the same person. It just turns out we have a lot of things, including music. Like, I love the music she likes. It's... A 57-year-old teenager. I actually thought about this. I, if I overcompensated, like, do I do less for him and more for her? How funny. Oh, that's funny. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're talking about your that's, son who has Asperger's, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's to, to so my daughter is that, I typical, guess, right? yeah. air quotes, yes. and my son is neurotypical is the word people use, and, and neuroatypical or atyps are people on the spectrum yeah. or with other issues. Or, yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a neurotypical person, although some would not agree with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing typical about you, lady. Ain't nothing typical well, about you. But anyway, so I thought, oh, did I overcompensate? Like, did I make sure? Because now the other thing, too, is you both have spouses. Yeah. And I was single from the times my yeah. son was five. My daughter was two. Wow. I don't know if I could have co-parented very well. 
I'm a kind of individual to begin with. Like I kind of like know how I want to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and now having been in a relationship and kind of co-parented a little bit over the last four years, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan? No. Why? Because I'm pretty clear with what I think is like appropriate and okay for my kids. And I see husbands around me come in to their wives and treat their kids a certain way or upset the women with how they're doing it or how they Mm -hmm. talk to their kids. And maybe it's good for them in the long run because they're getting something that they wouldn't have from me, which they have with my fiance. Like he's definitely toughened them up. Right. Mm Because he sees the world very differently than I do. And I always laugh like there's no way they would learn to not take on other people's shit the way they have with him. Right. Like he's in a bad mood. It's not my problem. I'm like Namby Pamby talk about everything therapy mom. Yeah. Well, how do you feel and why? And what are your thoughts? And where did those thoughts go? (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Anyways. So I don't know. I may have overcompensated with her. But there were times when. I was drawn completely into like the attorneys and the school drama and I may have lost sight of her. Right. Mm-hmm. So th- th- there are moments. Yeah. Of balancing it. Right. And homework. Homework's tough. Yeah. Homework Hom- is very tough. That is the most yeah. apparent imbalance with my kids. That's the most obvious one because Georgia has never needed help with homework. Never. Not even in kindergarten, ever. She's just always been a really effortless student. She's not always, um, she's not a highly gifted kid or anything like that. She's just a really good student. She's just very um, conscientious about school and wants to learn, right? She's, she's, I don't even think she was even tested, gift, regular gifted. So she's really a regular kid that's just real studious. <clears throat> but Isla has always and still needs help with homework and needs help for a long time with homework. And I know that it made Georgia feel bad. As much as I talked to her about it, I would say to her, you know, you different kids need different things and you need um, you need something different from me uh, than she does. And this is what you need from me. I can't remember specifically what it was at that time, but um she doesn't need that. I know Georgia for a long time was a big cuddler. And Isla has never been a cuddler, ever. Isla's always like, don't touch me. I'm going to turn my back to you. I don't want to talk about it. I'm in too much motion. Don't slow me down. And she's a cuddler. So I was like, so I cuddle with you and that's great. And then I do homework with your sister and you don't need that. But I could tell it wasn't enough for her. She needed more of a balance. And Uh, I have a spouse, but he's absentee a lot. So when we couldn't afford a sitter, it would be really hard for me to go, how do I take Georgia just by herself and do something all by herself? Because I didn't necessarily have somewhere for Isla to go until they were quite a bit older. You know, we got in this community and then I could shuffle them around. But I have major guilt about that. And, you know, even when Isla was really little, when Georgia was, Georgia was two when Isla was born. And, you know, a newborn is very time consuming. I was by myself. So I'm juggling a two-year-old and a newborn. And then when Isla was walking at nine months, which didn't give me that much time to, you know. Like none. kind of Yeah. To kind of get a rhythm with Georgia, you know, because babies, infants change so quickly yeah. that you get one rhythm and next week that rhythm's gone. So I felt like all the way up till Isla was walking, I was kind of like, I'll be right back, Georgia. 
you know, I'll be right back. We'll be in the middle of a book and I'll be right back. The baby's crying. I'll be right back. She just pooped down her leg, you know, and then she started walking and climbing and then I couldn't, I couldn't leave her. I just thought of something. Your eldest is the typical. My eldest is the atypical. Yes. My eldest is the atypical. Yeah. So how, how was that different for you? Um, it, it different in what way? Um, like my, okay. So my, your, your youngest is the atypical. Your son is eight. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I took care of Elizabeth and Xander kind of helped. Like it was different. Like I included Uh. him in it, but Xander's like, you talk about kids on the spectrum. You don't think about Xander. He's like so kind and so sweet and so attentive and like not, he didn't ever had anger issues or, I mean, there was no lashing out. So I got like so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. And right. he was super patient. And like, are those yeah. typical behaviors of spectrum kids? Spectrum kids present all different ways. Yeah. I mean, like, okay. but okay. just yeah. the, a lot of the kids that I've seen have anger, uh, frustration issues. They can't control their emotions. Mm. His classmates, I'm speaking of specifically. Right. Um, and he was always the kid that was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Totally good. So he was able to help you. So he was invested in that. No, I don't know that. I don't know that I did that. I don't know that I made that connection to say, hey, Georgia, help me. I just wanted to get from A to B. I think I was about, let's just get this shitty diaper off and move on. What's next? What's next? What's next? So I was also Sounds like Isla. (laughs) Sounds like Isla. Well, yeah, we might be slightly related. Um, But... Yeah, I have a lot of guilt about that. And I think the the books have balanced a lot better since Georgia started high school. For some reason, when Georgia started high school, probably because I had to be so involved in driving her that was just for her, mm-hmm. uh, that it kind of balanced it for her. But there was nothing I had that even the Girl Scouts, you know, Margaret and Vita and Christy started this Girl Scout troop and Georgia joined it. And I went, hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that for Isla. And then that and then Georgia's troop fell apart. And I was like, I can't possibly do two troops. I can't do that. So it's another example of Georgia being I could see why she would feel like she was second, even though I volunteered. We went camping. I did everything I could to be involved in her troop when she moved over to the new troop. I still felt like it wasn't enough. That she felt like it wasn't enough. Have you asked her? I have. I asked her the whole time. I said, do you want me to start? Do you want me to take over the troop? And she said, no. But I didn't really believe her. Like, in reading her, I didn't think she was being honest. I thought she was trying to be a greater good, no, no, it's okay, kind of thing. Gerda does kind of play the strong one, doesn't she? She does. And she does it a lot. That's who I was. And she doesn't need to. And I will say, hey, you don't need to do that. And she'll do it anyway. Um, And I'll try to make things easy. And I'll try to do something for her. She'll get really frustrated with me. I was really surprised when she said I could take over her Girl Scout troop when Kathy stopped. Um, That she said, okay. She said no at first. She said, nope, I don't want to. And then Tatum and Elizabeth and Gabby said, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, let's do that. And she's like, okay, okay. Okay. But I don't know. I, I, Isla was such a ball of fire. She came here like on fire. And I just tried not to have the rest of the house catch on fire. And I felt a lot of the times that I didn't get to sit down. Like I, I remember not being able to read one full book to Georgia. 
And I, I put Isla in like, I got a corral in our house and sat her in the corral. And the minute she got in the corral, she'd just scream the whole time. And I was like, I guess we're going to read a book while your sister screams. <laughs> so she'd scream through one book and I'd be like, okay, I can't let her just sit there and scream all day. And then when she, you know, started climbing at 10 months, she climbed out of it. We had stairs. She would put her two little toes around the, the baby gate and shinny up the baby gate and flop herself over it and go up the stairs. She got herself out of her crib at 18 months. you got to respect that, man. That's yeah, amazing. Right? <laughs> she had some kind of muscular... She's superpower, man. Yeah. She, she was really just does. willful. Yeah. She was so willful that I had to keep her alive. You know, my whole thing was, I can't let her climb up the stairs at nine Georgia months old. Don't you think saw that? What's that? Don't you think Georgia saw that? But at a certain point, I think she went, but what about me? Did she say that to you? I mean, like, no. I'm just wondering how much of this is in... Your head and how much is I because I don't know the dialogue you've had with Georgia. Like, did Georgia say, Mom, I never felt like I was enough or I didn't get enough of you? No, but she has said things like, um, you spend so much time with Isla. Uh-huh. She said stuff like that before where I've had to say, well, you know, she learns differently and she needs help. That's one of the reasons I got her a tutor. So I felt like Georgia felt like it, it was Isla's issue mm-hmm. and not my issue with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. To go, this is yeah. not about, we can't afford a tutor five days a week. We, I mean, we couldn't have yeah. afforded that. So, and that doesn't make sense. That's just a lot of money. But I can give her one so she knows, okay, this is not about my choosing Isla over you. This is about a real necessity. I think that helped also. But yeah, she has said many times over the years, but you spend so much time with Isla, you know. This feels really bad, but I don't really know how to balance it either, you know. And I feel like sometimes the older is the is where the learning happens. So you've learned it with the older, and now the younger, you can apply it faster or better or more effectively. Like with Georgia's sleep anxiety, she had all this sleep anxiety, she couldn't sleep. She couldn't fall asleep. She was having real anxiety. It was the beginning of having panic attacks for her. She has real panic attacks that are like, wake her up in the middle of the night. Nothing's going on. It's just some kind of chemical thing in her body, right? And I was giving her the tools that worked for anxiety for me. And they weren't working for her. And we were so frustrated with each other. And I kept going, you're just not doing it. And she's like, I am doing it. It's not working. I'm like, there's no way that you were doing that and it's not working. You're clearly not doing it. But mom, I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh my God. So finally, after we did this for a long time, like a year, I went, okay, clearly I don't know what I'm doing. But it took me being stubborn for a year to go, clearly I don't know what I'm doing. Let's go see a therapist. Three visits with the therapist. Therapist told me on the first visit, visit, what you're giving her doesn't work. That's not how her brain works. So here's what works. But then when Isla started having sleep anxiety, I started applying that it ended up not working because her brain is opposite of Georgia's and her brain works like mine did, which was the tools I was giving Georgia in the first place that wasn't working. But I learned, okay, what I'm doing is not working. So let's go get help much faster. But it took me like that year to learn with Georgia and Georgia suffered for a year. And I didn't do it to make her suffer. I was not. I was trying to help her cope. And, you know, she wanted to sleep in bed with us at like, in like fifth grade. And I was like, no, no, honey, that's we, we have to figure out a way for you to go to sleep in your bed at night. That's what's healthy. So how do we figure this out? And I just, for whatever reason, never went, you know, 
there are professional people that can help you with this. It just didn't occur to me. I didn't really think about it. So that gap was much smaller with Isla. And she brings that up sometimes. Hmm. I had to deal with it for a year, but Isla got help like that. And I've explained to her, it's because I didn't know what I was doing with you. And I learned, and I'm sorry that you were the guinea pig. How lucky is Isla to have you as a big sister? (laughs) Right? I've said that. I've said, like, you have no idea that you've paved the way for her. I've learned so much from raising you that I've applied to her. But, you know, in her book, she's like, that freaking sucks for me. I, I would feel like it sucked that I had to, my mom had to learn on me and then apply it better to my younger sibling. <laughs> See, since I'm an only child, I don't have a point of reference on the whole sibling thing. Yeah. Only mo- I had a single mom, only child. So I yeah. was like, good news, bad news. I was the center of the world. Good, you know, kind of good news. Bad news was I was the only one there to handle all the crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. But so how what's the age difference between your kids? My kids are only 19 months apart. What? They're super close in age. So I don't know. They're I don't know. I feel like I feel like we've gone through this whole like roller coaster a little bit. I felt very guilty when they were younger and I felt like I was focusing a lot on Max like the attorney, the school thing. Like what yeah. do we do? How do we like there's so much the and if I don't <laughs> If I don't get it right, he doesn't succeed. Like it's, I don't want to say life or death, but it's very severe. Like, you know what I mean? That's how it feels is life or death. Like I've got to make these choices. So inherently she comes second and she's the second one. She hasn't really ever complained about it. But like there are times when I see her face Mm. that I'm like, oh, crap. And then we've had numerous, numerous conversations about how her brother learns, about what he needs, about how I make sure she gets what she needs, but they're not the same thing. Yeah. You and he are not the same people. You're not getting the same things. Right. But I promise you that I will make sure you both get what you need. That's my job. And I, you know, and of course I have that conversation with her, not so much him, which right. is interesting. Really? Um, yeah. That is interesting. Why do you think that is? Because I feel guilty about not giving it to her. Because okay. he, I don't know if he even notices because he gets what he wants. He gets what he needs. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't occur to him. And I don't think he ever feels like Lily's getting more. Right. He does on occasion, um, like with Girl Scouts. Yeah. Why does she get to go? I was like, because she fucking joined Girl Scouts and you won't. Yeah, right. Join Boy Scouts. So like, what do you want from me? He's you know, like, Girl this Scouts is, now. yeah, not happening. <laughs> um, Sorry. But it's interesting, like. I like sometimes so sometimes I feel like I get the balance and sometimes it's like okay we're doing okay and then sometimes and this happened just recently this summer where I feel like I was completely blindsided out of the blue like kicked in the stomach like oh fuck I have completely failed her like she came home you know Max has a tremendous amount of anxiety We have been dealing with it since he was five years old. He's been on vacation. Like there's uh, 8 million tools that we have learned and applied and whatnot. And she has some anxiety too, but like she does not present the same. Like he is loud and in your face and you know what is happening with him when it is happening. Right. She's not that kid. Right. She is very quiet and internal and you don't know what's happening to her until she comes home in the middle of summer and basically describes a full on 90 minute panic attack <gasps> two days a week for the past four weeks. And what? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like 90 minutes, 90 minute panic attack. There is, she was, uh, 
being like a counselor in training at this camp. And she could not be lower on the totem pole in terms of like authority, right? Like she's barely 13 years old. She has zero responsibility. But in her mind, she is a counselor, right? So it doesn't matter that there are two senior counselors, two junior counselors, three CITs above her in the same area. She, in this 90 minutes, it's a little more unstructured than the typical day. And she was literally like had trouble breathing, like felt like she was going to throw up. Mommy, what if I don't change when I'm supposed to? What if I don't know what time it is? What if like literally 90 minutes terrified that she was going to make a mistake? And I'm like, oh, honey, you're 13. Of course you're going to make a mistake. And it's okay. No kid is going to be harmed in the fact that you didn't rotate when you were supposed right? to. I promise you, <laughs> you could not be less important in this situation. But to her, it was life or death. Right. Like she had to get it right. And I was like, how do you go through mm-hmm. that? And how do you not tell me for four weeks that this has been happening? Literally out of breath. Like I can't breathe. Like I'm sweating. I don't know what to do. Aww. Like tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh my God. And how did I not notice? Yeah. Like that's when I feel well, like a complete and utter failure. How could like, you have told? How could you I don't know that? that I'm supposed to. You don't have that superpower. <laughs> She's omnipotent. She's omnipotent. Yes, I'm supposed to. I don't know how and I was supposed to know. And you broke your crystal ball last week. So <laughs> you're <laughs> you are fired. <laughs> that's true. I should be. I don't know. Like that's when I feel massively guilty. Like she clearly has a much higher level of anxiety than I ever thought that we don't address nearly as much as Oh my God, now I'm realizing Elizabeth him. has anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've totally ignored this. And I'm right. like, suck it up. <laughs> what happened to your crystal ball? Right? I never had See? one. I never claimed to have one. <laughs> you know, Elizabeth had total anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Like she has test anxiety and performance mm-hmm. anxiety and she freezes. Yeah. And I've tried like, all the preparation we possibly could have with like testing and stuff, the HSPTs and the high school placement tests. She took it three times before the real one. And she took two classes on how to take it. Like she couldn't have had any more exure to right. than we gave her. And she started, started hyperventilating I on the way there in the this. car. And I was like, I tried every aspect. I was like, I tried, honey, it's okay. And I was like, you have to snap out of it. No, this isn't accept. I mean, like I tried every angle and I finally looked at her and I went, I'm just going to cry with you because I have no idea what to do. And right. I just sat there and cried with her. And she's like, why are you crying? Totally snapped her. How funny. <laughs> but she went in panic. She went in yeah. totally anxiety. And I hadn't even thought about it. Like it's actual anxiety. It's just like they freak themselves out. Yeah. Right. But maybe that's not typical. So maybe I think she's more typical than she is. I've completely right. neglected my daughter. <laughs> See, that's what this podcast is about. See, we are proving the point. Sometimes it's hard failures. to be bad. We're parents. all failures. Uh, all of us. Yeah. Every parent on the planet. Failure. It's amazing how like one little thing can make you feel that way. Because yeah. I actually don't feel like a failure. But there are times when I'm like, oh, fuck. Blew that. I yeah. totally blew that. Yeah. I always joke. And, I go, it's going to be so interesting to see what you need to talk to your therapist about <laughs> when you're older. Because I know right. my mom messed me up. I'll mess you up in completely different ways, but they're going to be good ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's true. I think about that, too, because I think well, my kids are definitely going to be in therapy. Not because of me, because of Bert. Oh, absolutely. I'm joking. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, back to what you were saying, which is a very valid thing to ha- to co-parent. With another adult, Oof. right? Mm-hmm. Seriously, I don't know how you do it. 
it's it's really it's hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard. Well, and they want your attention. Like you have to divide yourself between three people, not yeah. just two. Yeah. I'm having a challenge with that right now, just like making sure everybody's happy because that's who I not as much as I used to be. That's yeah. Who I was. I don't know how you guys have done it. Cause sometimes yeah. and man, I apologize, but sometimes y'all act like more children. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's not easy because, listen, there's no per- very few people on the planet you will see eye to eye on every single issue every day. That's just normal. Yeah, It's normal to, to parent differently. But sometimes it is really hard to watch a parenting choice that you believe in your core is completely incorrect and feel like you can't really interfere because no one's get no one's being hit. No one's it's nothing super bad and appropriate, but it's just like. The wrong angle. Right. Not helpful in that moment. No, not yeah. you're 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 just not they're not hearing a word you're saying. This is not productive mm-hmm. and I'm not sure your purpose. And I, you can't hear me because of where you are. So I just got to watch this unfold. That is really hard because, you know, your natural instinct as a mom is to protect your kid. And sometimes you have to be on your husband's team because <clears throat> even if the message is coming out wrong, the message that we're divided is worse, right? Right. If you are on the kid's team, then the kid has some kind of like leg up that the that it just screws all, all the dynamics up. It's really hard, don't you think? Yeah, I do think it's really hard. Yeah. And I also think that uh, it, for whatever reason, I am far more patient and have more understanding for Max than I do for Lily. Huh. I'm so much harder on her. And I don't know why that is. Is that because she's typical? Is that because she's more like me? Is it because I expect more? I'm not entirely sure, but I have less patience for her crap. And I put up with more from Max. And Stephen is the exact opposite. Hmm. He has no tolerance for Max's bullshit. And he's like, I don't care what's going on with him. Like he can't do X, Y, or Z or whatever. Um, That's what causes. That is challenging. Causes like I'm not going to father him. Like he has Asperger's because if I do, then he's not going to get everything I have to give him. I have to give him the best chance to be the best man he can be. Now, I'm very fortunate to have fans that gives a shit that much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But he comes from Minnesota and he was from the Navy and he's freaking hardcore sometimes. Like, you know, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, the mommy comes in there and I finally had to say to my kids after, I don't know, five or six sessions with my life coach slash therapist. Yeah. I was projecting all kinds of stuff, fear, and it changed it. And I finally said to them, okay, I've decided that I actually trust cause. I had major father, grandfather abuse issues, which I didn't trust men. And now I went, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm going to trust that you guys can have your relationship with cause. Your relationship with cause is none of my business. That was a scary moment for me because I had to mean it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to trust that you speak up for yourself with respect and you tell him, you know how accurate what he's doing is you work with him and it's it's so much the house is so much better that's great yeah it was really freaky i do that with bert sometimes i do that where i go it's not my job to get in the way of their relationship and if their relationship is broken in parts just like mine is broken with my kids in parts that's their like spiritual agreement with each other like they came here on this planet as father daughter and this is what they agreed to work through or to create so that they could then work through, I can't interrupt that or interfere with yeah. that. Not that 
I mean, there are times like when Georgia got on the bus and Bert was screaming profanity at Georgia because she got on the bus without telling us she got on the bus that I said that was too much that you should don't ever curse at your daughter ever. And he the minute he saw her face to face, the minute she walked in, he said, I apologize for my behavior. That was dead wrong. I'm so sorry. And I went, that's fine. You can make a mistake. Mm-hmm. that's what needs to happen. So everybody makes mistakes. And that's how she learns that too, is that it's okay to make a mistake. It doesn't necessarily break things. If, if that were his habit, that would be something different. But yeah. he does not curse at my kids. He was terrified. He was that so was his upset. reaction to, that's <laughs> he just was so terrifying. Upset. He <laughs> was so funny. So, my baby's on a bus. <laughs> I know. He, he was, I'm going to tell the story because it's a funny hey, just story. Just so you know, the buses in LA are a lot different than the buses in Tennessee. Yes. <laughs> just saying. The bus, the bus is fine. I had no problem with her no, riding the me bus. me either. And uh, we didn't know this, but Georgia was with Tracy's daughter and two other girls their same age, and they had been dropped off at a mall about, what, 12 miles from yeah, home or something like that? Yeah, I dropped them off like at that. the mall, yeah. And they wanted to come home, and they didn't, they had already talked about taking the bus, I guess, that morning. They had run everything through me. They had run everything And I had just assumed, because Elizabeth was talking to me, texting me and stuff, that all the other girls were doing the same thing. And it was my bad that I didn't check in with the other moms. No, it wasn't and, Yeah, bad. and that I didn't check with the girls that they were also sharing the information with their mom. That's I, probably, that, it's not your bad you didn't check with me, but to say, hey, make sure the girls are telling that Elizabeth thought well, they were. Yeah. It's also tricky because they're now 15. Yeah. So you kind of assume that they are doing that uh-huh. on their own and they're not necessarily. No, no, they they're not. Screw up. Yeah. But that not was that a Saturday. Yeah. It was a really good lesson <laughs> right. for everybody in my house because when Georgia called me from, I think, Elizabeth's phone and said, so, mom, I think I left my phone at the mall and I can't go back and get it because I'm on a bus. And I went, what? What are you? What? You're on a what do you mean you're on a bus? And she goes, yeah, um, nobody could pick us up. So this is what she said. Nobody could pick us up. So I we, we took a bus and I went, what do you mean nobody could pick us up? You never called and asked me if I could pick you up. She said, well, I thought you were busy. I said, but you never asked. She said, well, I just assumed because you said that you were not going to be able to take us to the beach today, that you were out all day. And I went, no, no. Well, she gave like, you a little fuck you, didn't it's, she? It's like six <laughs> o'clock. She did. I said, it's 6 p.m. The beach was the morning. Yeah. It's 6 p.m. You never even called me and you just got on a bus. And Bert goes, she's on a fucking bus? <laughs> Takes the phone and he goes, you're on a, what the fuck do you mean you're on a fucking bus? Get the fuck off this bus. Who the fuck told you? Why the fuck didn't you call me? You're on a fucking bus. And I was behind him going, stop cursing at her. He was doing this at Sandy's house in front of a house full of people. Oh, And I was like, stop cursing right now. And he hung up on her. And I went, all of this is terrible behavior, but I'm going to call Georgia back. And I'm going to go get her and we're going to get her phone. She wanted to leave her phone at the mall overnight so she could have dinner with all these girls, right? So I go pick her up. We go find her phone, which was an odyssey to find her phone. She couldn't remember where she'd lost it. We went store after store after store. It wasn't at the Nike store. store? No, it was not. It was at some really random shoe store, which was the first store we passed when we were in the mall. She said it definitely was not in that store. <laughs> but she had bought something in that store, but it was 100% not in that store. Oh, we Lord. went from store to store to store to store. We had 30 minutes before the mall closed when we arrived. 
and this is a huge mall. We finally, uh, we're talking to Bert. I had left my phone at home, had no phone. My Apple Watch has fo- his phone is dying, cell phone right? capable and was dying. So he's calling me going, it's in Victoria's Secret. And I went, it's in Victoria's Secret? George was like, I never went to Victoria's Secret. And I went, okay. Well, if he can see it on Find My iPhone and he sees it in Victoria's Secret, what's above Victoria's Secret? The fucking first shoe store we oh bought. My first gosh. shoe store. That and was, I was good like, thinking. That was really, I wouldn't have thought of that. Fine, let's go up there. And they had her phone. So she she can't unlock the phone, right? Because it's locked. So she has to unlock it from the phone number she named as the like safe phone number, which is my phone, which is in my house. And Bert's like spiraling because we can't find this phone and calling me on my watch and he's coming undone. And we got in the car and I said, listen, Georgia, here's the problem. We don't mind you taking the bus at all. But we did mind not knowing that you were on the bus. I said, what if there was an earthquake happens in California? And we had no idea you were on this bus. We had no idea Tracy knew you were on the bus. We had, we just had, we were so out of the loop that we just needed to know where you were, what, what was going on. You could take the bus from Glendale. That's totally fine. I was proud of them. I, I like, was, hey. Elizabeth's such a wimp. I was like, are you kidding me? Yes, independence. Other than that, that yeah. we were totally, Bert said to her later too, I don't mind you taking the bus. We just need to let us know. Hey, just so you know, I'm getting on a bus. We've cleared it with Tracy. This is what we're doing. Totally fine. No problem at all. We're not stupid people. We don't live in a bubble. It's fine. To, it was just a lack of communication. So we get home. She's trying to unlock her phone. I lock myself in the bedroom and I call Bert and I said, let me tell you something. I am not okay with the way you spoke to our daughter and you need to apologize to her. And he went, I am not fucking apologizing to her. I am her dad and I can talk to her any way I want to. My dad would have talked to me this way when I was a kid. And no, no, I stand by the way I talk to her. And I went, well, I don't. And I'm really upset about it. And you're going to need to apologize to her. Now, if you do or if you don't, that's up to you. But that's how I feel about it. And literally, when we walked in the door at Sandy's, he went, he apologized right away. So I think he just had to tantrum for a minute and get it out of the system. And then he said, that was wrong. I should never have talked to you that way. I'm so sorry. I actually wasn't upset that you were on the bus. I was upset that I was out of control, that I had no idea what was going on. And that made me feel so out of control and panicked to a level that I completely lost my mind. And I, that's not okay. And that was a bad parenting moment. And I'm really sorry. And she was like, it's okay, Dad. But she was she was really shaken up. But oh, The girls were so worried about her. But this past weekend, they spent two nights in Malibu with their friend. And she checked in with us constantly. Nice. Going to the beach. That's nice. it. And we were like... Right. That's all yeah, I need exactly. to know. That's the yeah. lesson. That's yeah. what you need. That's all I need. Yeah. I don't even need to know necessarily what beach, as long as I know you're at the beach. And with you're an with, adult. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just yeah. a qualifier. Yeah. So anyway, oh, lesson good. learned. But yeah. You're the fucking, what the fuck? He said fuck probably 15 times in a two minute span. I was there like, I can't believe you're talking to her. Oh, he's like, going to have to work that into his show at some point. He's going to have to. Because yeah. that's Oh, another funny. Bert. Today. Georgia gets out early from school and our we have a neighbor that's at Louisville also. And if there's an early out, they get out 115 every other day. One of us will try if we can to just go get them. You know, it's no traffic. Super quick. And Nicole did it today. But uh, she hadn't gotten home yet. And Nicole took them to McDonald's 
and then took him to like some store to shop for a minute. So they just kind of messed around for a little bit. And Bert was tracking her and he's like, where the fuck is she? What the fuck? I said, she's with Nicole. She's totally fine. But I don't know where this is. I don't understand what's going on. So he texts her and he goes, where are you? And she, she texted back on the bus. <gasps> <laughs> and he went, what bus? What fucking bus is she on, Leanne? The bus doesn't even leave till three o'clock. And I went, Bert, she's fucking with yeah. you. And he goes, I fucking hate that kid. <laughs> I hate that kid. She totally got me. I thought she was on another bus. I was like, no, she's with Nicole. <laughs> she's with Nicole. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Yay, Georgia. I know, right? That's her big fuck you, dad, oh for cursing me out for being on a bus. I'm going to be on a bus every time you call now. I'm on a bus. <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that that says itself that that shows, man. Oh, I love that. You know, that she has, you know, one she really, she, she has grown into herself the last year and a half. She has. Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I think it helped with that. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I think it did. She's whole, she's the funny one in the group. Like Elizabeth's like, mom, Georgie is just so funny. <laughs> she is really funny. She doesn't show us that as much, oh. but I can hear her talking to her friends through her door. I'm not eavesdropping. She's just loud. Her timing. Yeah. The stuff yeah. that comes out of her mouth, I'll hear it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, she is yeah, really she's funny. She's funny. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. She's really uh, smart. She's very smart. She's very good. Kid. <laughs> she's a very good kid, but she is one when Bert, you know, Bert can be very emotional about things that aren't really justifiably emotional. So she has learned to suss that out really quick and just kind of, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, all right, and then go, I don't give a shit. Because that's kind of what you have to do. Sometimes you have to yes him so he calms down. That's what down. I was saying. Like when the kids know, well, that's not my, that's not my stuff. Yeah, that's not like my He's in a bad yeah. mood and he just snapped at me, right. but it had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. They were not going to get that from me. So I'm grateful. That's a big yeah, yeah. thing to have, a that life is. skill in terms of not taking on other people's crap. Yeah. Because I'm just getting over it myself. <laughs> what negative uh, trait or activity or behavior has Stephen had or does he have that you think affects them positively? What negative trait does he have? Yeah, like Bert, fuck, 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 oh. fuck, and her. Um, and then that didn't affect her positively, but a positive outcome. Right. Came like cause being hard on them and yeah. Yeah, learning yeah, yeah. to cope life skills. Yeah. yeah. And maybe there's um, none. I that's just, a good question. Um, I think, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, my first instinct is to say that he's uh, like he's super honest. I don't know that that's a negative thing. No. Um, but he's very good about like knowing where he's at. Aww. You know what I mean? And sharing that with them. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that's such a negative quality. But well, sometimes maybe that information may be negative. You know, or I'm really unhappy with you. Or hard not or being necessary. I too don't know. honest. Not being <laughs> necessary. What do you mean, not necessary? Oversharing. <laughs> yeah, or just like not in the moment. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like this is not the time or place for that conversation. Like sometimes I feel like he doesn't necessarily understand. And again, this may just be my parenting yeah. thing where like I wouldn't necessarily go with that right now. Yeah, but right. <laughs> I guess just, we're going I'm with that. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> you know, I'm going to stand back here and okay, we'll see what happens. You yeah. know, uh, you know, but the good thing about that is 
they have two parents who love them who are massively different. Yeah. So they get two totally different experiences. And, yeah. you know, well, <laughs> I definitely have my faults. He has his and they can see that, yeah. you know, everyone has a fault and everyone yeah. can still care about you, love you, whatever. I hope. My yeah, therapist a long time ago, the one that helped me save my life, um, told me once that kids are amazing creatures but they have a tendency to take the good from people and not the bad. Oh, that's great. I wish that I, I, I don't true. know that that's entirely true. Cause if, that, that if, was, but if the person's like mostly bad, that probably doesn't work. <laughs> right. So I wonder because you think about people repeating negative cycles, if they received a negative uh-huh. cycle from a parent that they then repeat. But I definitely didn't do that. I took the good things from my mom. My mom had a lot of great things. Um, just not all of them. I mean, she was, I think I have her personality. I definitely don't have my dad's. Or like if I had to align myself with who am I most like, I'm probably most like my mom. She was really gregarious. She never met a stranger. She was really friendly. And I think I'm that way. I'm pretty friendly. You use your powers for good. Yeah, I use my powers for good. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Maybe that's true. They just take the best. I hope so because Bert has a lot of great qualities. And then, right. yeah, he's a ton of great qualities. And then sometimes I go, ah, I don't know if they need to be seeing that quality. <laughs> I mean, and there's some in me, too. He, he accuses right. me of being stubborn. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm not. But sometimes I go, yeah, that's probably not good for them to see that either, to be immovable about something. But immovable is what got me through life, <clears throat> you know, to be immovable in my own brain. To go, no, I don't believe that that's right. So I'm just not going to, yeah, you can't sway me on that one kind of thing. I'm have a hard time. Isn't that just knowing your own truth? Maybe. I think my husband feels like sometimes your own truth should be set aside for his. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) We had a small argument, tiny argument yesterday. Tiny. It was really maybe three minutes long, but it was intense because we interpreted one incident very differently very very differently um and he would not accept my interpretation so then i wouldn't accept his i was like you're not gonna listen to mine no you have a fuck about yours and then he was like this is your problem you can't you can't you can't you can't say you're sorry you can't see your fault and i was like what about you where's your fault but i didn't have any fault that's the problem there's two people here or two people now you just want to fight no i don't want to fight but i'm not going to say i'm wrong when i'm not wrong see you never say you're wrong you never apologize because i'm not wrong that often but that that's the problem you have to realize you are wrong i am wrong but are you wrong oh i'm always wrong everything i do is wrong but you're not wrong in this scenario well not in this one okay we're just going in circles here three minutes later i was like i'm done done peace out sorry i fucked your day up dude and he's like, well, I never said that. Yes, you did. And here's how you said it. But I didn't say you fucked my day up. I was like, oh, yeah, you said I was in a great mood until I talked to you. And now I'm in a shit mood. So I can interpret that as you fucked my day up. Not sure how else I can interpret that. <laughs> but guess who fucked your day up? You did because you allowed someone else to fuck your day up. So you're the victim. I'm never getting in a fight with you. <laughs> 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 why did I just talk you in a circle Jesus Christ that's what, that's what I have to fight with good at that. that's what I grew up my mother was like that and then I married somebody like that who fights to he cannot see outside his it's not that he cannot he has a hard time seeing outside his own experience to be able to say huh 
Maybe the way I asked that question was inflammatory. Not, I needed a question answered and the question was valid. Maybe the way I asked that, the words I used, might have caused that reaction. No, no, no. That, that, that never enters his thought of culpability. And that's what I fight for a lot of times is, yeah, but if you say, what the fuck did you mean? It's very different than, I don't understand what you're saying. Could you explain that a little better? <laughs> you know, he doesn't talk to me that way, but that's just a quick, he doesn't yeah. say, what the fuck do you mean? He doesn't talk like that when we're fighting. But, um, but you know what I mean? Sometimes how you say something can cause you to react, or I guess you're, if you're in control of your own self, I guess I've just argued myself in and out of my same argument. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. I've had to adapt myself to cause just because I had no point of reference on being in a relationship because my, my dad left when I was like two. two. <clears throat> but he'll say stuff. I'll look at him like, you sound mad. Are you mad? <laughs> no, I'm not mad. Okay, just so you know, whatever that was sounds mad to me. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right. And I've had to just do this big qualifier because I'm totally like out of my league with him sometimes on that where he's just super comfortable confrontation and he's very strong and I've watched him shift and change and kind of acclimate to me a little bit more as I like we talking about the co-parenting about him having the relationship with the kids um he said I've backed off a lot I said that's totally working for me <laughs> like right. thank you I said and when you do engage them don't you notice I'm not even looking at you guys anymore. I will leave the room. I will look down and like my phone. I'll because they're looking to me for like a cue uh -huh. and I won't give it to them. So they have to deal with him and he's gotten softer and better and I'm getting better at not buying into it. And so it's this give and take that I'm at 57 finally learning. It's hilarious. Yeah, but so are your kids. Yes. You know, which is really healthy, too, to see yes. that adults can grow and change. True. And, you know, have faults <clears throat> and still be good people. Right. You know, and learn from their faults and make mistakes right. and whatever. Like, that's, I mean, I think that's really healthy for them I to see. Too. You yeah. know. And to have a parent apologize when they make a mistake is Super really important. Yeah, to own it. Like, that's huge for anyone. Yeah. But when your parent does that, it's huge. It's yeah. huge, yeah, to say, I'm sorry. Because a lot of times... I think that's where shame grows in children sometimes when a parent makes a mistake, a real mistake. Like, Bert should never have cursed at her about the bus. And I, he now talks about that. I never should, like, casually, I never should have cursed at her like that. I think he just really lost his head for a moment. His animal mm -hmm. mind kicked in. His it was animal mind. Fear. Yes, that's right. His like animal mind. Bear. Yes. Yeah, that's totally. And, you know, I think if he had not apologized to her, I wonder how it would have affected her differently because the minute he apologized, her whole energy changed. And you wonder how much they hold on to. I know how much I held on to when my mom or dad said something to me, especially when I was in trouble because you're kind of heightened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that whatever they say is so important in some ways, or it was to me. I don't know. Maybe not all the time, but sometimes that stuff sticks. So anyway... Back to, go ahead. What were you going to no, say? I was going to say, well, clearly it stuck for her too, but hopefully in a healthy way since she can now call him out on it. Yes. You know what I mean? And joke about the fact that, hey, you screwed up. I'm yeah. yeah. Needle you with it every chance I get. Right. <laughs> you know? I think she's so. a little better at that than Isla is. Isla's an interesting bird. They had an incident like a week ago 
where um, Bert bought these stupid, stupid, spring-loaded, retractable, no, not retractable, like exploding vaudeville canes because everybody needs three of those, mm-hmm. right? It's this thing. It's like one piece well, if of... one's good, three is better, right? Is it? Yeah. And it comes with three <laughs> sets of gloves with the fingertips cut off because you need that too. I don't know why he bought that, but he bought one for him and one for him and the girls each to have. I don't know what they were going to do with these retractable <laughs> canes, but it was a great idea. He was so excited. He was checking the mailbox every day for these magic canes. I cannot wait for these magic canes to come in. They're huge. They're almost five feet tall. And they they are like, when they are <clears throat> shrunken down, they're probably two and a half inches. And then there's this little um, pin that you pull and it snaps open and it's metal. Well, <gasps> he gave one to Isla and Isla pulled it, had the cane facing her. Oh my God. Pulled the pin and it snapped open and went right up her nose and cut her nose. And she was started bleeding. <laughs> she did it in front of Bert. <laughs> I was in the kitchen. They were in the living room. And Bert was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your nose is cut in half. Your nose is cut in half. And I was going, don't touch me. He's like, I've got to touch you. Don't touch me. No, I've got to touch you to see if you're okay. No, don't touch me, Dad. I'm saying don't touch me. Stop yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you. You're totally yelling at me. It's because I'm hurt. Don't touch me. They were back and forth. And I finally went in the living room. And I was like, what is going on? Bert turns to me and he goes, she has sliced her nose open. She has sliced her nose open. And I was like, okay, let me check it out. It was just a scratch. But it was very, it was very intense and scary. And it scared Bert. So he turns to Isla and screams at her. Don't ever scream at me. I am the parent. You are not allowed to scream at me. And Isla goes, I'm not screaming. And I was like, okay, stop. Everybody stop. Everybody here is screaming. And Bert goes, you will not be on her side for this. She is screaming at me and I'm the parent and I'm only here for her safety. And she was injured. And I was like, okay, everybody needs to take a break. (sighs) And then Isla goes in the kitchen and falls totally apart. He was screaming at me, Mom, and I was hurt. And I was so scared. And I didn't want him to look at it because I was so scared that what he was saying was actually true. My nose was split open. And I couldn't deal with it. So I was screaming. I didn't even know I was screaming. And I was like, got it. And I go in the other room and Bert's like, no child is allowed to scream at their father. No child. And I was like, but you do realize you were screaming at her because he said, but that's okay. Because I was so freaked out that I'm allowed to scream. I said, but what if she was so freaked out? Would she be allowed to scream? Never had a parent. And I was like, oh my God. Those are old messages. These are all insane. You are insane. And Isla, he had, he actually was the dumbest thing. He pulled these three canes out as he was walking out the door to go shoot. Something's burning stupidest thing ever so then of course she gets hurt and now he's running late for the shoot so he's like i can't deal with this now all i'm gonna say to you leanne is i better not come home and find that you have taken her side and she can hear all this and i'm like oh my god what a shit show i've got to clean up tonight man so but isla was so upset about his point of view 
that that he couldn't see her point of view. Like I get upset when he can't see the other side. Yeah, she was so upset by that. It took me like thirty minutes to get her to understand that her point was valid, and in some ways, understand why he was behaving the way he was, and to to find a way. And he did. He also when he left, he went. You will not go to bed tonight, young lady, until I have come home and you've apologized to me. And I understand that you understand why you have apologized to me and walked out the door. And she was like, I don't know why I would apologize to him. I didn't do anything wrong. So I had to break it down. Like, dad's upset that you were yelling. Okay. I understand why you were yelling. It scared the shit out of you. And I'm okay with that. But dad's not. So you got to figure out a way to kind of reconcile that in your head and say, that, you know, even though I really kind of technically needed to be cared for in that moment, dad lost his shit. So we got to forgive dad. Let dad be a human. So Bert can't differentiate between somebody yelling and somebody yelling at him. No. Yeah. No, he cannot. Yeah. No. Uh, anytime that- I yell, he goes, stop yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm just fucking yelling or I'm not yelling. I'm just talking passionately. But yeah, he came home and sat in his recliner. And she went, Dad, I'm really sorry I yelled at me. And he was like, I'm really sorry I yelled at you, too. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I was so scared. I just thought we were going to have to go get stitches. And I just bought this toy. I was so excited about it. It ripped your nose off. And it was all my fault. And I'm so sorry. I was like, you see, Isla? You see? That's what he was really there feeling. There he is. There he is. That's your daddy. He showed up. I'm so sorry, too, Isla. I was so terrified. He does. He loves those girls so fiercely. He does. I thought I'd maimed you. I thought your nose was ripped off. Oh, it's it. It's like drip. <laughs> it was. It was literally. You can barely see it now. It was blue for a couple of days. Uh, it like bruised it. It was an impact wound, really, yeah. with a little scratch. You're lucky it wasn't her eye. Could have poked your eye out it, with that. It would have yeah. really hurt her if it hit her. Yeah, eye. yeah. That was. <laughs> yeah, that thing is so stupid. So where are the canes now? Uh, he has them, <laughs> okay. and he keeps opening them randomly in the house to show how like intense they are but he won't let the kids touch them <laughs> they're going to kill themselves <laughs> he almost ripped he he opened it last night justice he opened it last night and it opened on his nuts oh. so that was not great <laughs> and that same day i had said you better watch what you're doing you're gonna open that on your nuts and it and and he, oh, this close like almost and then later that night i hear oh and I was like, you got your nuts, didn't you? You stupid. Leave those <laughs> stupid things alone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. He got his justice. Oh, Isla got him back. Oh, the warning. <laughs> so, I don't know if those volatile, insane things happen in your house, you two, or the people listening, but it definitely happens in mine, where you go, we're pretty normal. Sometimes maybe a little too normal with shit like that. So, it's interesting, though, the reason I brought that up was, Isla had such a harder time processing her dad's flaw. Much harder time processing her dad's flaw than Georgia did. Georgia's like, I get it. And Isla was like, I don't get it. And I'm hurt and I'm upset and I'm upset that my daddy couldn't hear me. I'm re- she was really upset. I think Isla's that. exchange with him was more intense than in the moment. They were there in the room. He was afraid like in her face. That's. I mean, true. I just think mm-hmm. it was more of a personal exchange where you know, when you've got that time to like be away and then come back and things are cooled yeah. and he was taking it so personally, like obviously being yelled at is a thing that he has. That's like yeah, a huge so. button. Mm-hmm. So 
she found it <laughs> and she repeatedly did. pressed it. She did. Anyway. Poor Isla. Any fights in your house that have been funny that you care to share? <laughs> oh, boy. God, now I don't know. Anybody react to something where you're like, huh, that's a head scratcher. I don't know if I would have done that like that. Like when my kids get hurt, I get immediately calm. I get really calm. I do too. But For that- me, if a kid, like even when my kids fell when they were young, people will go, oh, and I said, stop. Just yeah. can we see how she's going to react on her own yeah. without absorbing your fear and panic right now? Yeah. Just because the kid, to me, kids look to you. We're like, should I be scared right now? And how much do you think that hurt? Yeah. And they take, they feed off the people around them because you'll see a kid be fine. And then the mom rushes in. Oh, are you okay? And then there's tears. I don't yeah, know if yeah. there's going to be tears before the mom did that. Yeah. Like give true. them a chance. Yeah. So I've always been that mom. Like when Xander ate sand, I remember this mom coming up to me again, Asperger's. He's eating sand. <laughs> I used to eat yeah. sand too. She goes, he's eating sand. And I look at him like, you know, he's probably only going to do it once. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> she looked at me like I was crazy. Right. If he does it multiple times, then I'll look into it. But I'm okay. He needs to figure it out. I lay sand all the time. Every time we went to the beach, she'd lay face down, completely naked, and just lick the sand and eat it. She did all the time. Long time I thought she was a spectrum kid. But she's not. No, she's been. I mean, she's yeah. not. So but she's that just does sensory sound like processing. <laughs> she just has right? sensory processing just stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. real quirky. Loves, yeah, he never ate sand, but roll in it. So it is every crevice of his body, yes. hair being buried yes. in it. Like loves it. I'm like, oh my god, just watching him. You makes find me it in bed itch. the next day, even Ugh. after you bathe them. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a boy loves thing it. too, though. Yeah, you see boys know. at the beach rolling around. Girls are like, no, I don't know. Isla's just been, we have pictures of her just covered, yeah. matted on her body, in her wow. vagina for a week. She's making yeah. oyster, I mean, pearls in there from the sand. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I'd be washing her in the bathtub going, okay, I guess we're still at the beach. There's still more, yeah. Yep. She was, yeah, she was in it to win it, man. Yeah. Max too, man. I have such an That's aversion weird. to fighting. I avoid it at all costs. I'm getting better with not so I have this fear that it's going to trigger into abuse, <laughs> like hitting. And yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I avoided all costs. I was the peacemaker in the family. Mm. Um, causes lost his temper a couple of times. And his ex was, they were big fighters. Like the girls, when they moved in with us, like, you don't understand, Tracy. Every night they were screaming. I'm like, what? And he's like calm and happy with me. But there've been a couple of times when something has been said and what I would consider kind of misconstrued a different perception of things. And, um, and there's been yelling and I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. Bye. (laughs) I just took the kids and left. Like, fuck this. I am not, I'm not doing this. I don't know how to deal with it the right way. I don't know what to say to not make it worse. Yeah. Every fight or flight is in me right now and it's not the fight. So I said, look, I love you. You're not going to go cool off. So I'm going to leave. And then he thought I broke up with him. (laughs) <laughs> how funny because it is because that's all he knew was the fighting he thought i broke up with him i'm like yeah. no i just needed to i don't know how to deal with you when you're like that no concept i had to learn right. how to fight with bert because i was very i was a very physical fighter so i would fight boyfriends i would you're uh, scrapper little scrappy do little scrapper i didn't understand my mother never fought she would just leave so then I was like Isla. I was a very physical child. 
And I, I didn't know how to express myself verbally as a child. And then as I got into relationships, I didn't really know how to do that either, that way either. So everything would just be a push and pull or a shove or a hit or a smack or something. And at a certain age, I was like, you know, that's not okay. Like you can't walk around hitting people. That's, you can't do that. I would get in, all the way through college. I was that way. <clears throat> and then I was like, I got to figure out a different way of doing this. Like maybe I just don't know what I'm feeling and the feelings are overwhelming. So I'm lashing out. That's what it was for me. Wow, Great self-awareness. I couldn't articulate yeah. what was going on and I couldn't control my feelings. So I would hit people. So when I stopped doing that, then in a fight with someone I cared about, like Bert, I didn't know what to do. I would just shut down. I'd go, well, I, I don't want it to turn into abuse. So I don't know what to do. So, and we had a lot of talks about that when we were first together, because I was like, I don't want to fight with you, but I have all these feelings and I, I can sort of articulate them. This has been one of the most frustrating things in the beginning of our relationship was I would start saying, well, it hurt my feelings because you wore that bracelet. And the bracelet is, is upsetting because it's on my couch. And the couch is upsetting because last week we were sitting on the couch and last week you had said to me that I was fat. So I'm really upset that he said that I was fat last week. You've worked through a lot of shit, haven't you? <laughs> oh, so much shit. You have no <laughs> idea. So for me to get to, I'm upset because you said I was fat. Yeah. It took all those steps of yeah. me digging and he'd have to be so patient to go, wow. that's not what she's talking about. That's not what she's angry about. To know to know when I got to the real thing. And then you go, that's what she's angry about. Okay. And then I would learn, okay, that's what I'm angry about. Okay, but he said to me, you got to trust me. Fighting someone is to trust someone that you're not going to hurt each other and that you have best intentions assumed and and you don't fight to win. You fight to understand. And uh, he's gotten a little away from that fight to understand. But in the beginning, he's fight. He fights more to win lately. But but I think it's because I understand myself better. So, it's gonna because there's not so much work on your end. It's like clear. So now he's dealing with a whole other. He gets hit situation. with the real thing. Yeah, and he goes, right. oh, I don't know how to deal and with that. You real don't thing. need saving. No, I, I definitely don't need saving. So like, but he was kind of saving you. Before. He was definitely teaching me. So for teaching. Sure. So now if that is that's a scary place. It must because be. Yeah. You don't need him the way you used to need him. That's very true. That's very true. I hadn't thought about that. I learned a lot from Bert. Bert taught me a lot. About, Sounds like it. Uh, about, no offense, but I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I, no, I hate, that's awesome. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be surprised at how much he taught me about life. Um, you know, he's a really smart guy and he's a really good person. Oh, no, really sensitive smart, yeah. person. And sometimes the hullabaloo you see, you just have to kind of ignore some of it and go, that's not really who he is. I don't even know why that shit's coming out of his mouth. Because that's not what he really believes. Or I couldn't be here. If you really believe what you just said, I would not be with you. So I don't believe that you believe that. I believe that you're saying that. So sometimes we have talks about that. Why would you say that if you don't believe it? Well, I don't know. It's the, you know, shock factor or whatever. And okay, but. You're a better person than I am. Well, I don't know about that. More Just patient, a different person. Maybe? I'm a really patient person, <laughs> for like, sure. I don't think, I don't, well, I don't know. I can't say you don't have the fears that I have because you had a shit show of a childhood. I did. In a different way, but that's, I have so much to learn. You have what? I have so much to learn about the relationship fighting thing. 
We all do. I learned a lot from Bert from that. He used to, he would stay so calm and he'd go, you have to trust me. You have to trust me with your feelings and with the truth. Or this isn't going to work, you know. And he's right. If you don't trust your partner with the truth, like where where do you go I'm from I'm okay there? with the truth. Yeah. I'm okay with the truth, but the volatility behind it and anger, I'm very uncomfortable with because I've just watched it blow up. Yeah. But now, but I know cause isn't, you know, I know he's not going to. And so he's patient with me and he gets it. He's like, I totally know it's all your grandfather. Like, seriously, why did you not tell me? Why? (laughs) Am I supposed to learn this by myself? If you see something, bring it, man. I'm open. Do either of you do something that you saw your parents do that you don't like? Was there a negative parenting that you continue that you notice that you don't like? Ever? Yeah, I think the fact that I'm really hard on Lily, it comes straight from my mom. I try so hard to not be like her, but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that is a direct line Interesting. from her. How fascinating. Which is so weird because everything else, I really am very conscious to be the exact opposite of what she was. Right. And that just, I don't know why. That's really interesting because you and Lily are very similar. Uh-huh. Really, really similar. But I don't find you similar to Connie at all, to your mom. I mean, you, you're height. <laughs> She's tall. <laughs> yes. She's blonde. I mean, like I can tell you're related from right. looking at you and your yeah, mom. Clearly. But your mom um, has a very different uh, point of view about the world in general yeah. than you do. And and I don't I don't see I don't see you in her or her in you. Yeah, I mean, I agree, honestly, like, and I don't know if that was a conscious choice. I feel like part of it was particularly when I found out I was having a girl, I was like, oh, I can't do this. I need boys. I can't have a girl. I don't want a girl. Like I no, 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 this is not happening. A little too fucking late for that. Yeah, right. Too bad. Um, Yeah, you you got it. Um, And I was very much like, I I don't know how to parent a girl. I don't know. I don't have a role model. I don't know what to do. Hmm. I know I'm not going to do that. That's what I'm definitely not going to do. But I'm not 100% sure that I've done that. Right. Um, yeah, personality-wise, again, I don't know if that was conscious or not, but I am the complete opposite. I just can't. I don't actually know how I even came from her. Right. You don't seem related, other than you I'm look, not, you know. Yeah, I mean, clearly we are. Genealogically. More like your dad? Um, I don't have no... I don't know. So my mom is her, just so I don't know. possibly one of the most negative human beings on the planet. Like just literally everything is bad or negative. She's or Eeyore? Huh? Is she Eeyore? No, <laughs> no. Um, it's like an angry oh, negative. It's more venom than That's Eeyore. It's, yeah. <clears throat> it's not a poor me. It is, yeah. It's very it's like, like <clears throat> literally every fucking phone conversation. Hi, mom. How are you? <sighs> surviving (laughs) really what the fuck is wrong with your life like what is so bad that's going on right now it rained today (laughs) oh "Oh my god the world is ending like it's just and it's like that constant you know my brother called well he should have called yesterday but his wife wouldn't let him I called you today. Isn't that good enough? Right. Like, it has got to be so hard to be it her. Is exhausting. Yeah, right. It's and it's so 
sad. Like, I don't know how you live in that world. I used to say my grandmother was the happiest when she was miserable. Yeah. How old is she? She is 76. Well, I mean, my grandmother would have been 114 today. So they're not from the same generation. Not from the same generation. (laughs) But I can't imagine. That has got to be so hard. I mean, grandma used to suck the soul out of you when you walk in the room. It's what it feels like. It It is. It just feels like. Energy vampire-y. Yeah. yeah, A black hole of negativeness. You're not like that. No. 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 But I'm telling you, even if you're hard on Lily, I don't think you got it from your mom. I personally think it's because she's so much like you that you know what she can do and you're supporting her. Yep. It may be just to put a little shine on that. Yeah, that and it may be you. Um, I was stubborn. So am I. Mm-hmm. So when two stubborn people go head to head, it fucking sucks. Yeah. You might be stubborn also. Uh-uh. <laughs> Maybe. And I can say for yes. sure that Lily is. Yeah. And so when you go head to head, it's hard. It's immovable. Yeah. Isla's far. I mean, George is far less stubborn than Isla. So I, she's softer. So I can. I can go at her more softly. Soft with Isla is like, are you talking? I can't hear a thing. You can't, she doesn't, it doesn't work for her. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. different kids need different parenting styles. And actually I will say that is one of the good things is that, you know, it, we got to a place where, you know, we were just head to head all the time and sort of Steven was like, this is not okay. Yeah. And he sort of took over the parenting of her when she got in that space and was like, and calls me on my shit. Yeah. Like, you are not being reasonable. Right. Like, yes, maybe she did X, Y, or Z or whatever, but like, this is not okay. You're not helpful. And we've gotten to a place where I can be like, okay, you got to go in. You got to deal with this because yeah. I'm not in a headspace where I can. Yeah. So, yeah, it is good, actually. I think. How old is she now? She is 13. 13. Yeah. I told you what Xander said in Vegas. I took the kids to Yellowstone yeah. and we came back down through Vegas. And Elizabeth, just poking the bear all the tr- the whole trip. I was like, you're killing me, girl. Like, I'm really getting tired dealing with you. Are you unhappy? No, I'm fine. Sandra finally looked at her. It's like, you have got to stop being a bitch to mom. I just can't take this anymore. <laughs> How funny. Oh, Xander. So, right. very typical that the girls are finding their space by pushing or the safe mm-hmm. places yeah. to push. There's a book I'm reading. It's Untangled. says we're the side of yeah. the pool, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I and I don't have somebody I can go to with that right. piece, you know. Well, I feel like actually, I don't know. Lily has been you know stubborn forever. Um, strong will knows herself. Strong, on, okay. She all does, of the above. Absolutely. That is she very does true. Know herself, um, yes. Just all, but, but I feel like luckily negative. we sort of figured mm-hmm. that out before we got into this super heightened teenage thing that I'm sure is going to get a hell of a lot worse, you know. Um, so hopefully we're in a place where we can deal with it better. And we have the conversation, right? Like, I'm sorry. I am super hard on you and I don't know why. And this isn't your fault. It's because I expect so much or whatever it you. is. You know what I mean? So like, I can actually have that conversation with her now. Right. Not that it probably helps her in the moment, but. My thing with Elizabeth maybe. now is I got nothing. I have absolutely no idea how to be a good parent right now. Well, I need you to help me. I need oh, you to help me figure out yeah. how to be a good parent to you right now. And she'll look at me. I go, look, we're a team, right? You know that I'm here to support you and I want the best for you and I would do anything for you, right? Part of that is letting you do stuff for yourself and me not being the maid or whatever. You, you've got to work with me on this. And it's, it's 
it engages her in a different way. And I'm, I'm honest and I'm just a, a woman who happened to have a child talking to the child. And she's like, oh, sorry. Like something like she'll come up with like, cause I'm like, I got nothing. I'm so at the end of my rope right now, Elizabeth. Don't know. Oh, okay. Well, what about this? You know, well then we'll start shooting ideas around. That's cool. Everybody's different. It's, I had yeah. nothing else. I literally was like, had, I was out of ideas. Right. <clears throat> so speaking of parenting two kids differently, like it's inevitable, right? No they're two, different people. They're, they're right. different people, right? <clears throat> What do you think is the hardest part about that? Or is there a hard part about that? What's the hardest part about parenting two kids differently? Maybe there's nothing hard, but. I think it's the learning curve. Right. You know, kind of what you're talking about with the sleep anxiety. Mm -hmm. I'm like, these tools work for Max for studying. And I present them to her and it's like an utter failure. Right. Like there could not be more different. I'm like, you have the same genetics, the same upbringing, everything. And they could not be more different. Right. You know, we also have the gender difference. Yeah. But I feel like that is the hard part is like what you think you're like, woohoo, I've learned, I've mastered, I got this down. And they're like, oh yeah, that doesn't work out. I've never all. felt like that. I have felt I like have that. I have never felt like that. No. <laughs> no. You're lucky. I felt like that. That yeah. I've mastered it? Oh, that you've mastered oh, it. Oh, dude. I thought I've you meant that you like, like I figured a fucking out. clue. No. I thought you Let's meant. See, when you know you don't, it's all very comfortable. <laughs> Just uh, surrender. Just yeah. assume. I don't have a clue. I come in fresh with everything. It started with Xander and bats. To Xander, lukewarm is scalding hot. He processes things yeah. very differently. Hot food, he likes lukewarm food because to the, him, his perception of that is hot. Right. To me, my perception of that is lukewarm. I then, it, it was a huge gift once I got that. Right. Because I mm-hmm. went, everything's going to be new. I can come in with no assumptions. Right. And I've done it. With, and I transferred to Elizabeth because she was next. Right. I would ask her, how is, how is this water warm enough? I would never tell my kids this is warm enough. If they said no, I would never say, no, you're wrong. Because that's their perception. Right. Now, my mother as batshit loony as she was sometimes she was amazing and gave me such a sense of self and identity she always said that she saw me as a complete and total human being when I came into this world that she respected and was here to help I was never an extension of her I was never she didn't want to have me so like she had me because she didn't believe in abortion or maybe she couldn't get one it was 61 you know I don't know (laughs) That she gave that respect to me, and I've always seen my kids as complete and total individuals on their own. They weren't less than just because they were children. I never talked down or dumbed up stuff for them. And I was single most of the time, so it was easy because I didn't have somebody screwing it up. That's what I mean. Right. It was just easier. It was more work, but it was less complicated. Right. Mm-hmm. They've always been unique, and I just, yeah, I, uh, but I've always felt clueless. That's a great way to approach Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. To just, I mean, I don't feel like I know everything, but I do what you do. Oh, we found a system that works. Let's apply that system over here. Oh, this right. one doesn't work. Well, what right. am I supposed to do but, now? But it does work. Like, I, it's proven. Your yeah. brother, like, it works for him. Yeah. Or vice versa. It works for her. Like, what's your problem? So, yeah, I feel like that is a big learning curve. And I feel like I still sometimes make that same mistake. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do that, too. I do that too. I'll probably catch myself doing it now. (sighs) Now It's contagious. No, I just, but no, 
now that you've brought it up, I'm like, oh, fuck, I did that. Yeah, oh, look, and I just I totally did that. Did. I, I, I totally did that. Yeah, I know. I, it's, uh, that is pretty challenging. I think that's probably is maybe the most challenging is that you have to. I know with me, with my kids, what would be hard was if Georgia did something like that she got in trouble for, like if she, say she stole something, which she never has, but let's just for an example, say she stole a piece of gum at the store. For me to explain to her why that was wrong and have some kind of consequence for that, now you got to go say I'm sorry and pay for the store. She would feel that very deeply and it would affect her and it would, it would cause change, right? That did not work for Isla. She'd be like, I don't give a shit. Here's your money. I stole your candy. Sorry. Didn't mean anything to her. So it's been really difficult to figure out how to um, affect deep learning. You know what I mean? That's a deep learning. She may not have it. Mm -hmm. She may not have it. Yeah. What if she just knows that you're not supposed to steal? Can't that be enough? If she can't get the other pieces... Like, is but I don't know that she enough? knew that. Okay, well, if then, she stole, if then. she has no remorse about stealing, some no people don't responsibility. Yeah, but that, isn't that kind of sociopathic? But Should, it, you know the right and wrong. I mean, the definition of a sociopath, right, is not believing caring, the rules apply to you. Caring. Right? Well, I mean, I guess that to go with your analogy, so maybe she didn't know that it was wrong, and maybe she didn't care. But if she didn't do it again, then. Isn't yeah. that enough? That's, that's what yeah, I'm that's saying. Yeah, that's enough for me. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's like, what Like, does mean. she have to understand it the way you understand it? Do you know what I mean? No, she doesn't have to understand it the way I understood it, understand things. But I do it's scary sometimes don't, feel that she doesn't understand. Oh. You know what I mean? Sometimes. That's my instinct. And maybe, it's, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. If she doesn't repeat the behavior, then clearly she understood it. Maybe she doesn't have right. to have some emotional epiphany about it, um, which is not... That's sort of the way I learn or Georgia learns, but I can see the, I can see the, the wheels turning in Georgia's head and go, oh, she's getting it. Where Isla, I see no wheels turning and no emotion happening and no so scary connection. Sometimes it is, uh, I wouldn't call it scary. I would call would it terrify me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very frustrating sometimes. And I guess it is kind of scary because then I go, I, I wonder I, how much things mean to her sometimes. Like things that are, should be important to, not stealing should be important to everybody. Not the same level of importance, but still important, you know, not to steal. <clears throat> and sometimes it's just like, I was uh, a thief whatever. when I was a kid. You were a thief? I've never said this out loud. <laughs> what? I stole so much stuff when I was a kid. From where? Like the school cafeteria. I've never told anybody this. <laughs> now I'm telling... Oh no! Whoever the school cafeteria lady in 1970 at Toluca Lake was, I'm sorry. Oh my god! Like a cup of money, and I felt so. You stole guilty. money? Oh, handfuls of it. Why? Oh, what were you doing with this money? No idea. Oh no idea. God, sociopath. I yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? That's why I'm it. fine with Isla. No kidding. All right. <laughs> Let's just sweep that under the carpet. Yeah, She's just totally fine. She totally fine. Care. No. Um, I, I don't know. Um, but I felt so bad that I put it in a cup and I shoved it under the door and I wrote sorry on the cup. Aww. So, but I think, I don't know if it was like a fear getting, I, I was, you know, eight, um, nine maybe. Uh, and then like at jobs, I'd like uh, skate, skate uh, wheels for my skates. 
you know, I just put them on and take, I, yeah, not now. Wouldn't steal a thing now. Apparently I was crazy though. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised I'm still alive with some of the shit I did. <laughs> yeah. I feel that oh, way I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way too. I feel like some of the shit I did, I, I'm surprised I'm still No here. direction, no family, yeah. crazy stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah, mines are pretty fascinating. Mines are crazy. And we have to take care of two different types as parents. <laughs> yes. Two different minds. Three, you guys And help them husbands. grow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have cause. You do have cause. Mm-hmm. So what? how should we wrap this up? What's the lesson learned? Any lesson learned? Everybody's different. Everybody's different. For me, it's just, you know, there's no such thing as fair because you're giving this child what they need and they're giving this child what they need. It can't possibly be equal because they have completely different needs. My friend anyway. Kathy has a saying that goes uh, <laughs> right along with that. What's your That's saying, so Kathy? funny. I say to my kids all the time, fair is not equal. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I say that so of course, all the time. She says it more kids. succinctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair is not equal. She fair said that to me probably eight years ago. That's why I say to my kids. And I was like, I'm taking us, Logan. <laughs> fair is not that. equal. Dude, I'm making a shirt. Time. Are you kidding me? Uh, right? Awesome. Yeah. Should make a shirt too. Um, yeah. Fair is not equal, but fair is fair. Right? Yeah. Fair is fair. And fair is both of those kids are going to get what they need. Yes. To grow into successful adults. That's at yeah. some point. It's just going to be on them. I've got to well, do whatever at some point. I can. Right. <laughs> at some point. Yeah. And, and then they get to go to therapy and talk about how right. it was not fair. You messed that up. <laughs> it was not fair. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. thanks for sharing all these stories and stuff. It was really mm-hmm. fun to talk. It's always fun to talk to you guys. Yeah. Is it the first time you've done one to get together? Uh-uh. No. No, we did another oh, one. We did w- oh, we did yeah, one. Yeah, we did, yeah. Oh, we did the only other one that I've gotten flack about. I've gotten mm-hmm. two. Well, no, the sex one I've gotten a lot of flack about. But the civic duties one I just did, a lot of people have commented on. And not everybody, a lot of it's been positive. But a lot of people um, kind of accused us of being really kind of like super one-sided. Um, and I tried not to be. So maybe I was and I wasn't aware. But I didn't listen to it. So I that's don't okay. Know. And then the other one was the one we did about sexuality. Remember, we were supposed to do one about gadgets and I shortcuts. I told you it was yep. going to be bad. Remember, <laughs> I, I said, I'm sorry to everybody. We're f- <laughs> well, I knew it was. That's the only <laughs> other one where people were like, maybe you should have invited someone from the community. And I was like, I said five million times right. in that email, we were supposed to talk about gadgets. <laughs> I did not expect this conversation. But it was. You, you- should do a podcast and invite somebody in from the community. I, you know and what? My hairdresser and his husband follow up with it. Have right. um, you're going to have to do a, a lesbian too? Times. To be fair, that's fine with me. I know <laughs> and there's then a few lesbian trans, couples. and then somebody <laughs> non. I've been trying to get a trans. I've been. <laughs> yeah. I have been trying to book a trans person, and I've been trying to book this woman who is a therapist who has a trans son and a gay son to talk with her and her trans son about what that was like. I think that, you know, what it was like, how he figured it out. And is he an adult now? He's an adult. Um, And what it was like for her as a parent. Um, Because, you know, that process has got to be so multifaceted. You know, you want your kid to be happy, but it's got to be really scary to think, is this really what's going to make them happy? Or 
is this really what's happening? How do they know already? Or how do they know already? Or is this just a phase? A friend of mine has some has a child that is is trying to figure out if that if the the child is trying to figure out if that person I don't want to use the pronoun them if they if they are trans or not and it took took like a test online and the test came back no so now the child is even more confused Mm -hmm. and she's like I don't even know where to go and I was like I've been trying to get this podcast to find someone who would talk to me about it not because of the voyeuristic part of it but for the learning part of it because there's people who it's are, a true state of being it's, it's a true, valid yes and you know what breaks my heart is what? all the people that have lived all these years hiding in pain yeah. in angst not being able to have support and know what it is because yeah. this isn't like fucking new no. this is human nature right. you know new at all right. oh, it breaks we have a, a friend in the neighborhood who has they came out I say they but it was a she when she came out as bi they have come out now as non-specific binary identifying as a male so this person wants top surgery because so that confuses me because non-binary but identifying as a male so if you're non-binary how do you identify as anything so there's so much here to understand yeah but you know the point is I don't need to understand as long as that person is happy in it yeah, and yeah. that's going to give them the place to have a productive, wonderful life. Right. None of my fucking business. That's right. <laughs> right. I know. We, and I love this person so much. It's stupid. Yeah. We were, Bert got his haircut yesterday. We were at our hairdressers and we were talking about Bert found this trans, transgender comic. That's a she. So she, tra- she, she's a she now. Uh, and he was asking Romy, our hairdresser, if that was the right way to refer her. And Romy's gay. And he went, I don't know. I have no idea. And Bert was like, well, if you don't know, who's supposed to know? And he's like, I don't know, but I don't know. I, I'm not trans. I'm just gay. And Bert was like, well, I thought it was all kind of one community. And he's like, no, I don't know. I'm not trans. So I think that happens a lot in, right. in society where you think, well, if you're gay, then you know what's up. You just got the scoop. Yeah. It's just not. It's not. It's a totally different thing. Right. And for me, yeah. for people to be patient with the straight community in acclimating and yes. understanding yes. this new spectrum of beings, yeah. um, or not new, but new coming out, or, you know, you all know what I mean. Acceptance of being yeah, in a right. fuller like being way. being patient with yeah. my ignorance and my naivete, yeah. because yeah. I'm not judging, I just don't know. Yeah. And to come off as one-sided and get mad at me because I only have one perspective, because I only have one fucking perspective, it's mine. Right. You know? <laughs> right. In any given situation, not just this. I'm not schizophrenic, I only have one personality, I can only have one perspective. Yeah, right. but I'm open to learning and I'm open to understanding. And so me asking the community patients and helping educate me instead of coming off and giving you flack. Right. You know, well, that was my whole point is we were I was trying to learn through levity. I was trying to make it light and funny. Is it because we're uncomfortable with it, though? Is that why we make fun of it? Not fun of it, no, but make I don't it think light. We were making fun of it. We just, yeah. we were just so confused. I didn't mean to. You remember that yeah. episode? Yeah. We yeah. were just really confused. Yeah. By the end of it, we were more confused than when we started. Yeah. Because there were so many terms. And in and in genuinely trying to figure it out together, we I was still kind of confused. And I, to giggle I, about it right. means we're accepting it. If we hated it and we had a problem with it, we'd be mad about it. That's very true. Right? Yeah. Very true. No. 
Yeah. It's a tough world out there. It's more complicated. Yeah. It's a tough world it for is. this alt-right girl. <laughs> My response to that person was, actually, I think I'm a Leo. <laughs> so I hope he got the joke. I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know that I trend alt-right. I might trend some ways right, but I'm definitely not alt-right. Yeah. I'm a fiscal Republican. That's the only thing I am Republican. Right. Just about the taxes and the money and that crap. The other stuff, I'm so dem- independent Democrat. Right. Human rights. I don't know what <laughs> I am. I don't know. I don't uh, know what I am. It's a spectrum. It is a spectrum. Right? It is. <laughs> the dogs are saying we're done. Right. Well, thank you guys for coming and talking about it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for being such good moms and setting great examples. I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. Thanks. Till next time. <laughs> Oh, let's go.